Conversations with Carmen. I'm your host, Carmen, and this is my side host, Ashley, and our amazing producer, T Nugget. T Nugget. Carmen and T Nugget are currently beefing, so y'all, we aren't beefing today. Y'all were beefing earlier. We unbeefed. We we <laughs> we were, but then we aren't anymore. So it ebbs and flows. And on today's episode, we've <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest. Our Sister Rachel Denise Williams. <laughs> no, I didn't almost say Danielle. I did not. I was trying to give um a little bit more clarity to who she was by saying her middle name. But you said Denise. Denise. Because you almost said Danielle. No. Oh, you just were saying it like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We believe it. We believe hey. it. So we're gonna jump in today. We have an. Ex- I'm. A, I'm. A, I think today's episode is gonna be really, really good. Rachel actually is following the, the previous format. She's still keeping the reason for why we the root of situations, actions, inactions, all the things for this the theme of this season. She's keeping that in mind with the topic slash question she brought for today. But we aren't gonna start with her opening the discussion. Ashley has a why topic for us today. Well, I was thinking about this um, in the car. Um, I think it was yesterday. And it was like, why do we even do the podcast? And so that was our why for the <laughs> podcast. Did you say turn it off? <laughs> That was like how Peppa Pig hung up that cell phone. I was like, <laughs> but no, really, I was thinking about that. Like when I I, I got to to why mm-hmm. was I doing this? Yes. Like why why was what was my why behind continually uh, continuing on? Because I know that um, a few maybe it was uh, maybe it was this season right before mm-hmm. this one that you were thinking about you know hanging canceling one thousand percent hanging up your your mic and and just. <laughs> you know, walking away. And I was like, why am I doing this? And I was like, I really like spending time with y'all. We always have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, this season was supposed of, to be structured. And it's really chaotic because we haven't known. It seemed like we just jumped off the but rails. But we planned a lot in advance. And a lot of the things we had planned to talk about, we ended up not being able to talk about. We did. We did. And I, and I really saw that and I and it let me see that you know plans we make plans but not all of them can always come Best laid, like. yes exactly but I started thinking about like what was it like what was I getting out of it mm-hmm. I think it allows me to talk about different things but something but I really realized that a lot of times I feel like some of the things that I say or when I'm talking I'm like am I just saying things do I feel do, does it just sound like I'm rambling is it actually making sense what is so i started it started kind of being like almost a spiral up down the the spiral staircase yes and i was like oh my gosh you know people are if people are listening to this and they hear me talking about this and am i just saying stupid stuff like Mm -hmm. you know and then i was like do i really even have 
good thoughts about anything. You know, <laughs> like what what do I really bring to the table? You know, when I started thinking about it, but I said, you know what, this podcast gives us an outlet to be able to mm-hmm. learn something new, um, to do something in a different arena that we never ever thought. So, why do y'all do this podcast? Um, honestly, I think you summed it up pretty perfectly. The only thing I would probably add to that is we obviously do it for our sponsors. No, just wait. <laughs> What sponsor? That part. At this point. <laughs> right. Rachel, can you find the sponsors for us? And what did you do? I you gave me a worksheet to work on. Yes. And uh-huh. you have you filled it out? I haven't. Can you just fill it out? No, for me? I'm not. <laughs> See, people don't want to walk in their gifts. They just want to make you do stuff for yourself. Your vision list is very like shots fired. I didn't come on here to be abused. Um, no, but honestly, I think to your point. Obviously, the the sponsors thing is a joke, but um, at this point, no. But I think it really is. I think it really does come down to doing something that's constructive. I think it's. I think it comes down to, um. Really, it it definitely is a part of, uh, having a a positive outlet. Mm -hmm. Um, because there's some things that we have talked on on the podcast that like obviously it's random because it's candid just all over the place Mm -hmm. I think we've had some really good conversations and if that's entertainment to anyone or enjoyable to anyone or it's helpful to anybody in their life because that's just where we presently were in that moment Yes, and so like things we maybe said in season one if we go back and we'd be like what was I talking about but in that moment that was really true and authentic and at that time it was really a good constructive outlet something to do Mm -hmm. um, that has um, evidence that it was done. It's not like I just did it and it flew into the ether. Yes. It's like, no, no, no. I actually can show my work mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is what I wanted to talk about. This is something we had a really good conversation about. And then I see the end product of that is a full completed episode. And I think it's something that we've had to really push into a lot of times to be consistent, yes. to actually stick with it. And that's something that I think we all have struggled with, with just things that are optional. Like you go to work all the time consistently. Yes. But if it's something that's like for leisure, you'd be like, not today or, Oh, I'm not going to do it or whatever to consistently come back and record episodes has been, I think, um, no, that's true. It's been a real exercise of, Consistency? of consistency. Yeah. I can say that. I don't think our family be doing stuff consistently, consistently a lot. We start on it strong. Yes. 100%. But the thing is, is that sometimes it comes down to, who is all is involved. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really does. Because yeah. I'll be like, you guys, let's get the menus out. And you guys will not send me the recipes. We do be sending you recipes. Did you send me one last week? Did I? I no. thought I did. No, two weeks ago. So that's and crazy. But that's what I'm saying. So yeah. if I have to be like, I can maybe hold on for myself. <laughs> she said it's crazy. Like, ah. <laughs> no, but like, there's some things that I can be like, I may be able to be consistent with alone, mm-hmm. but when I start throwing people in the mix, or like me and Ashley might be able to be consistent with something together yeah. and hold each other accountable. But then when we throw a third party in the mix, it becomes magically a challenge to get out one time or like it becomes such a hardship to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that we could collectively, I think with us, the three of us consistently doing it, Rachel being a guest star on today's episode it's something that we have been able to be consistent in together. Yes. Yes. And I think that that's 
um, been a plus and something that I've liked to, that I've been getting out of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, what a about beat. you? <laughs> what about you, you, you tea nuggets? Oh, I was gonna quit earlier this season, but I stayed on because you know me and Carter we <laughs> yeah we were beefing. We made up. <laughs> we spent time together. Yeah, he was gonna we reconciled. No, it wasn't even like that. He was just acting all flaky, and I was like, "Dude, I wasn't acting all flaky, Gorman. I would be telling you stuff over and over again, and you would be like, "Oh yes, we're gonna get to it. I'm gonna be on it." And then it, we weren't doing that. It always falls back to me, I guess. <laughs> Cause I you guess. still, as we said earlier, haven't filled that out. I guess it was <laughs> two weeks ago almost. You know what? I hey all I'm looking at is a bunch of glass houses throwing stones. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but in all honesty though, is that what what made what do you what made you decide to stay on? If I you had were nothing thinking. better than that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dog, Troy. No, it's, it's been a fun experience uh-huh. um, getting to hear you guys grow from where y'all came from. Do you from. feel like it has been growth from then to now? Because I feel like we teetered on something. Or the beginning of the, the, the show, podcast. the podcast. I think there's been growth. I think there's But some... it's been off the podcast. No. No, like you can hear growth in the, your outlooks on things. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you cry more now. <laughs> in my per- no, that's actually but true. I mean, in my like, personal really life, do. I do. I do. I be like, man, She's that a little movie bit was more sad. Often. You cried on the movie? No, but I said, <laughs> you know what? No, oh, I don't want to spoil the movie. I did. I did feel my eyes watering up on the movie we saw this past weekend. Uh-huh. I felt like that little tear was gonna come out of that right eye, and I was like, not on this. I was like, not on this. And, then, and you know how, like, if a tear kind of goes out, and you be like, this is gonna hit my mask, and nobody <laughs> will ever know. <laughs> I was like, because I was like, man, that is really sad. But uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm nice. so freaking sensitive these days. <laughs> now, I, I, that. Yeah, she was in there like, <laughs> that was not. I we could literally hear you. Hear you. I, I didn't even look at you. I didn't even look at you and I could hear you. I, was I looked like, straight ahead. It's taking was, her out. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was sniffling. I was not. You was taken out. <laughs> <laughs> were you, were you emotional, Troy? No. No, okay. no, y'all. I've been uh, speaking of consistency. Just <laughs> <laughs> something real random. Just because I was, I have been trying not to eat after eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. But I be getting so hungry. Yeah, it's, like, that's not even consistency. It's just like self control. I just be like at nine o'clock. I get hungry, and I'm like, I'm so hungry right now. Yeah. I ate at six. Mm-hmm. Do we so be hungry. eating like full meals? So eat your dinner at like seven, so it's before eight, and then if you are if you're going to stay up yeah. past nine thirty ten, yeah. Cause I am so hungry yeah. right now, y'all. Drink, drink some water. Uh, I would say drink water, but like things that have been helpful to me, I <laughs> don't eat past the hours of midnight. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm I don't serious. eat past yeah, the yeah. hours of midnight. Um, I usually don't really when I said that milestone yeah. i really don't really be eating past even 11 or anything i'm just saying like but that just uh, what gets what, in my mind is like why are you even up but see the thing is if i eat after <laughs> eight if i eat eight after eight i usually have night sweats 
depending mm-hmm. on what I eat, I'll have nights with so that, and Jeez. I don't want that. <laughs> Also, do you have those no silk joke. sheets still? Huh? You got silk sheets still. Because <laughs> <laughs> that could contribute. It really holds on to that. It's not wicking. Like, <laughs> No, it wasn't. It's not. It's like, I don't know. These are the soft sheets I had. I don't know. But they're, not, silk. they're not silk, though. All I can think about is if you, like, you got a rip in it and it's just the fabric, like, cut up in bits. Like, if you, like, if you cut, cut silk sheets. Yes, and there's like a hole, but it's not completely a hole. There's still some threads hanging on. Uh-huh. And that's all I can think of that when I think of Ashley's um silk sheets. It's I don't a know real why. with the yes. little strings hanging yes. there. I don't know why. Damage well, that, seems, that seems kind of like a not a compliment. It's not bad. It's just funny to me that I thought <laughs> of that. <laughs> okay, that's Randall. She's like, your sheets put me in mind of damaged sheets. okay Rachel what was your question so I have two Uh and we can diverge into either one Uh okay so the first one is why do we pray because we know that God knows everything so he already knows the situation you're in so why do you pray number or number two is why do we have like separations in denomination because this is what me and Corman were talking mm-hmm, about we earlier this week about how um there was commentary on uh Maverick City um performing, performing at, the at the Grammys and I was and I posed the question of why Yolanda Adams who also does um a little bit more secular songs um at like the BT Awards and stuff for like um memorial type of yeah a tribute to yeah somebody. tribute yeah. um songs or melodies she's in uh she's in that and there's no backlash for that she's getting praised for how she sounds and they're like oh yolanda did that but there it's the flip side when it's something that is a little bit less cultural yes well also i feel like oh, I also feel like Maverick City is also placed into the weird, the front barrier of worshipers. Okay, I think that's what the thing that I also brought up. Okay, so let's split this so that we can kind of keep the conversation. Let's go ahead and address the Maverick City Grammy performance, Yo Yo Adams, and then why there's potentially uh, a separation or. Mm-hmm. Dissemination or there are denominations? N- not necessarily. Well, there's division a separate- in the church in that regard. Of- I think it's also, it, it plays a part in denomination because not to say that she is, but that's like the old Baptist gospel, black Episcopal. AME, Church of God in Christ type deal. Whereas the American city is more of the charismatic uh, Christian movement along with the non-denominational uh, where we are in the world. Which you would think would make it more easily for people to palate when they were doing something like that, rather than Yolanda Adams, because she comes from a time when it was like staunchly, you better sing with no music playing behind you, <laughs> yeah. or like Shirley yeah. Caesar is our motivation. Like, not yeah. to, to diss people, because she surely, really, surely, yes, can get it down. But... 
because that's what you're saying. She essentially came from that. And that's what her career has kind of been based in. You would think that when she's doing a Whitney Houston tribute mm-hmm. or she's doing, I mean, not saying she has, but let's just say hypothetically. I think she did do. Oh, I don't know. But mm-hmm. let's say she did, or she mm-hmm. does a, um, something with Jennifer Hudson and her, they sing together with a, a ton of other women, powerhouse singers mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's a tribute to all of the popular women or culturally, um, significant songs mm-hmm. that have come out in the last decade or something like that. Mm-hmm. If, but, but no one's really saying like, why is Yolanda taking well, to the stage yeah. mm-hmm. at a secular event? Mm-hmm. Um, and she is singing a secular song and beca- still saying that she's a Christian artist. I think now just, I know what I think, but keep, I, they're on two different platforms. Mm-hmm. So her audience is primarily an African-American audience. Mm -hmm. And on the world stage, real talk, that don't really matter too much to most people. Unless if you're not Kirk Franklin, you really, and really, you you, you don't really, you're not huge. Maverick City is universal because they have a style, although they, they are a conglomerate of multiple singers that have been pieced together from all of these different places and they bring in guests all the time. They're not different ethnicities. uh, They're different ethnicities, but they sing majority as contemporary Christian music, which is geared towards a certain subset of the population, which is really um, white Christians. You know, it's Mm -hmm. the contemporary Christian church. I don't want to say white Christians because it's, that's not, that's, I don't want to say that, but the people who would buy albums on a regular, not just stream them, they would buy them. (laughs) That's who they are, (laughs) who it's geared towards. And so, and so a lot of their stuff, they're popular. Like, yeah. It's yeah. cool they get to be on 104.7 The Fish. But they would also be on Good Morning America and not on the subject about faith and family. They would just be on there to as sing guests. And that also brings up my the point I was saying is what makes it any different, in my opinion, them going on Good Morning America versus performing on Good Morning America where it's secular and there's all these other people, but being admonished for also performing at the Grammys. For me personally, I didn't see a problem with the the tribute I think, that they did yeah. because they did it. They didn't the song that they sang was not I guess if you want to get down to the nitty gritty, if you're talking about salvation and you're talking about people getting to heaven and you're getting everything you can look at it where if you sing this song, it's, you know, it's a long t- way to I see you again. Mm-hmm. Not everybody you're going to see again. Yeah. If you're a Christian, that's just going to be it. You're not going to see it. The way you live your life, it bears fruit. It talks about that in the Bible. You're supposed to look at somebody's fruit and how they live their life. Mm-hmm. And so if I am a Christian, if I go on, if you're looking at it this way, if I go on this show, this platform and I say, you know, it's been a long time since I, since I seen you, my friend, but I just can't wait till I see you again. That means in heaven, we're going to be together, but you don't live a life that is conducive. That is but simultaneous. I feel like I'm going to ch- jump in right mm-hmm. there because I think that it's a couple of elements that were at play. So the video that I was watching that mm-hmm. we were, she and yeah. I were talking about, 
the people were essentially saying, I can't believe that Maverick City was performing at the Grammys, an event that had a lot, this particular Grammys had a lot of negative yes. things. I mean, it really yeah, had it did. questionable things mm. occurring at the event. Yeah. That was really red flagging. Yeah. Um, as a believer or a regular person who just don't play with God like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It was, it, it had its problematic um, elements. Mm-hmm. And then they were singing a song that, was not a Christian song. No. It wasn't about God. No. It wasn't about, it was essentially alluding to the idea of heaven, yeah. but it really wasn't really about ministering to someone in that way. No. And so that was really what they were saying was like, I can't believe Maverick City's at this secular event. They're on this world stage. And I would have liked for them to have utilized this platform to minister to people instead of singing with, was it, was, was it Quavo who performed? Quavo who was singing the intro and he was really like he starts his opening lines like I remember when we used to smoke blunts together like that's literally what he opens up Mm -hmm. the song with and they're like oh my gosh how dare Maverick City believers Mm -hmm. be on a song with someone whose literally opening line is I can't uh, out smoking yes and I think that it can be easy to get caught up in what you want from these performers, from these, from yes. these um, musicians or these worship leaders, as people want to say they are, and that's what and I want to jump off from that. They from these worship leaders, they utilize them and they say, "Okay, well, you didn't exemplify Christ the way that I, I think would, you yeah. should have." That's basically what the the heart. That's what they're. That was what they were basically saying was, "You didn't." Um, you you weren't you I I was disappointed because you were singing a song with somebody and the fact of the matter is, is what Quavo was saying was this is my homie who passed away mm-hmm. this is what we used to do together mm-hmm. I remember us having a good time doing it like mm-hmm. sin or no sin we did it mm-hmm. like it happened he's in grief mm-hmm. I was like hey let him do, say what he's gonna say um and then them saying I see you again. My biggest takeaway from the video that I watched mm-hmm. was they were like, I can't believe that they were singing See You Again. They were like, it's been a long way. I said Chandler Moore sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. He was like, I can't, and, I t- and tell me all about it when I see you again. Like, they were like kind of singing it on. And I was just like, how do you know the words? <laughs> how do you know the, sa- the tone of that song? Like, mm-hmm. you have heard it before. Yes. You've listened. If the Grammys was this sinful place that had all this devil stuff going on, why were you as a believer watching it? Because the thing is, is we're holding people to a standard. We're not holding to ourselves. We're saying, okay, as as our worship leaders, you shouldn't have been there. But the fact of the matter is, is if I'm a worshiper of Christ and you shouldn't have been there, I shouldn't have been watching it if it was so problematic to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was how what my takeaway was, is that it's easy to say, oh, my work, these people are, are they're mainstream, whatever. And obviously, Maverick City reaches a, a much larger audience, I believe, than Yolanda Adams. Because Yelena Adams is older for one, so she is reaching an older demographic. For two, she is an African American woman, so she's reaching an even smaller audience with that. Maverick City is reaching the white audience, the black audience, the Transformation Church audience, the Fellowship of Faith Church audience. Like they, they are, they have a larger the Glenhaven um, audiences. They're reaching all of these different places because the sound of music is universal. Like mm. you don't necessarily have to care about deep soul church Baptist music 
but the message is still good. They're, they're saying blessings on blessings. They're saying gyro, like they're singing all of these different things that are the truth. So I think it has a larger reach. And so when you have a reach like that, more people are going to have opinions. A more diverse group of people are going to have opinions. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's a separation in that regard between Yolanda Adams and Maverick City because of their reach. Mm -hmm. I think the issue that the people were having with Maverick City performing at the Grammys, the song they sang at the Grammys, was their own personal issue. I just like, feel like people just are so... It's their own personal issue. You, you know... You know... Yeah. You know See You Again. You know that Charlie Poole... Pooth, you know I don't. I'm not a fan. Charlie Pooth sings it. If you don't, how do you know that he sings the original? You're like, I can't believe Maverick City sang a Charlie Pooth song. And then one of the kicker was the guy said was, he said when I heard Chandler Moore singing that song, he was like, I realized that in the world, in a secular world, they have a, um, they have their own version of like Christian music. That's basically what he said. He's like, that's a song that the world would be like, it would be kind of their version of Christian. And when he said that, I realized that people think Christian gospel, whatever you want to music is a sound, not the words. So when oh. Chandler Moore was singing, it was like, this is the same Maverick city voice that makes me feel like Jaira, you are enough. So if I hear him singing, see you again, cause some people sing how soulful people will say, Oh, she had anointing on her voice. Mm -hmm. Well, really it's not about anointing. They just have an old Baptist churchy sounding voice. Yeah. And so you're like, Oh, I'm oh the spirit moved, but you were moved by the sound that you're used to eliciting a specific emotion in you. Mm -hmm. And so when he said that, I was like, Oh, this is two totally different conversations. Like this, this is not, mm -hmm. we're not on this. I'm, I can't listen to this. Like yeah. this doesn't make any sense to me because the issue that you're taking with it, isn't an issue. It's a non-issue for me mm -hmm. because Maverick city, the entire Maverick city crew could have been gone before the throne and said, Lord, do you want us to perform? See you again at the Grammys with Quavo. Mm -hmm. We aren't going to curse. We're not going to respect your name. We're not going to do anything. That's not cool. That's completely dissing you. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not doing that. And then the Lord, the Lord came to them and said, go do it because yeah, you're going to succeed you again. And then people are going to search you up and say, who was singing see you again? And then they get to Jaira and then they say, Hey, why are these, me these ministries getting recommended to me in my YouTube um, searches? And so they could have reached a whole nother group of people by seeing, see you again. But we're, we're getting caught up on the fact that it was wasn't saying. a gospel song. And I can't believe they were singing it in the voices of gospel. Yes. That's <laughs> what I was saying. And I was thinking, and I think I've heard some other people say this too, is that, when we say things like that, that this is a disgrace or this is evil or, you know, all of these things and going into secular spaces and are essentially not necessarily talking about God explicitly, but we are showcasing him just from being ourselves or whatever we do and, you know, whatever, is that what we're doing is essentially making Christianity an exclusive club by saying people can't go out into secular spaces and essentially share the gospel by being yourself. And that the people that were at the Grammys don't, don't need salvation is essentially what that is 
gearing to me and just for general anything that anybody says that's a christian and says they shouldn't have been in this um secular space just living their lives you know if, if it's not you know going completely I, I against think, the I think word people, and I think, what god i think what they're trying to get at is like you didn't say jesus 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 throughout your whole pro, 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 pro and not only that program. but like they some things can corrupt your good character Oh, I, if you're I get in, a it, yeah. in a space, and but that's <laughs> not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it seems like it is that any space that a Christian is getting into is being demonized and saying, "Oh, this isn't good enough for you to be. You need to be in, in the, the church only in a Christian and that, space." In only. that way, is kind of building a wall towards the people that you could be going out saving. By being you in those spaces, I think I think it's you know in this in this in this thing I think that um, when we look at that situation, I think all the way around, I think people are getting to a place where it's about religion. And you look at the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the issues that they had with Jesus. The questions that you're seeing right there are why are you sitting with the tax collectors and the publicans and the um, the prostitutes and all these people? Why are you hanging out with them? Those are the same questions. But he was sitting and eating and having bread with them because they were like they didn't eat with anybody that was not doing what they were doing they were not jews they were not these people were jewish but they had they were sinners mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so yes maverick city came out and sang with these different people but you don't know what conversations they were having backstage with this man you don't know if they prayed with him and and and, and offered said hey we will be there for you that is what we as believers to, to do. Like Carmen said, they did not besmirch the Lord's name. They didn't take his name in vain. They just sang a song about seeing somebody again. You don't know what they hearts were saying or what Sounds whatever. a lot like Mary Mary's I want to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. To me. And I mean, but but all of the different memorial services that people go to and sing at and and but it's it, the question always remains is what are you doing in your walk with Christ that is showcasing him? If you go to your job that's and that's you that's talk about and you talk about Jesus to everybody that you want and say his name. And you burst out into song when you want to <laughs> sing your praise. So that means that you never should sing a Taylor Swift song. Correct. You, you should not be talking about no. Harry Potter you and what house you are in. <laughs> yeah. You you shouldn't be doing all the things that you want to be like that you are allowed and permitted to do as a Christian because you're saved by grace. But these people somehow, because they have a platform, yes. are no longer in a place where they are one for one thing human and the other thing saved by grace that they are progressing that means that they are being perfected by jesus that is not that they are perfect at this mm -hmm. moment in time so there are things that he is always going to be working out in them and then another thing is that jesus said i mean um, that the bible tells you that you have to work out your own salvation mm -hmm. so that means that if you are walking with christ 
then you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is talking to you to tell you what you should do, that no man should have to teach you anything. And so that means that the Holy Spirit is teaching you. So when that happens, he will tell you whether or not you should be watching the Grammys because they did do some sacrilegious things on that show. I did not watch. watch I was not watching the Grammys. I saw clips and uh, and different things about it, but I heard about it. I was not watching it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has not allowed me to watch a lot of the award shows that I normally would have watched. Right. But that's because the world is changing. Mm-hmm. And the things that that have that were at once one time permissible for me to do Correct. are no longer that. So if you can sit around and you can talk about somebody else and what they're doing and what now it needs to be, I think we need to start coming back and seeing what where our opinions are. Are we just taking? Are we just talking about things just so that it can be clickbait or so yes. that we can get views yeah. and so that you can have different things? So you're having a conversation about these people. You don't know them. You have never talked to them. You don't know what their walk with Christ is. Everything that I've ever seen of Maverick City that I've listened to mm-hmm. has been a blessing to my life. Right. And has and, and again. They reach a but when you're listening to Maverick City, yes, you're not listening to Maverick City to to solidify your salvation. No, they're not. Le- you're not using them the that, as your like they're your worship leaders. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People are putting them on the pedestal of these musicians as being the worship leader at their church. It's a totally different kind of ball game in that regard. It's like you're saying they're planted in your church. They're your church worship leaders and they're representing your church is how people are taking. But the thing is, I have extreme to to that point, though, do should you not if you are leading people in worship, should you no matter if you are housed in somebody else's church, should you not be held to a different standard than, say, Joe Blow down the street who. But that would have to be said for every every single gospel christian christian rap christian r&b whatever artist if we're really talking about it in that way and i think but i think that i think the the more famous i think the people that are the most famous are the ones that are going to get the most scrutiny because they are the people at the forefront of somebody's mind if i don't know who sugar boo down the street is (laughs) and they are they are a christian singer and they they do whatever, then I'm not gonna bring them up when they start. They go to Shlomo's funeral and and, and sing, sing a non-Christian a, a, song. Sing a non-Christian song. I think that to to both of y'all's topic, like questions or points, I don't know exactly, but how you're saying you're you're basically saying should they be held to a different standard if they are a worship leader within your church or if they're on a global scale either way should they have the same standard mm-hmm. r- because they're leading people in worship regardless if it's on a CD or if it's in a physical church and you yes. only serve at your church yes i think that if you are in a position of if you have a platform and you're on that platform and you're saying you're saying I'm representing Christ mm-hmm. in any capacity. Yes. You need to be living your life that way. Yes. You need to be so that you can be 
um, like you're a person. You can be with be beyond reproach. Like you're a person. People make mistakes. People have pasts. People have presents. Yeah. People have shortcomings. Like there's stuff you're still working through at every point in your life. Yeah. You are not perfect. Yeah. Um, but I think that um it can be easy to say, oh gosh, if these music ministers who are on a large scale are um are, are doing things that we don't necessarily agree with, which goes into the denomination. Because what your church does, you might say, well, Maverick City's sin. But I can get, you know, but I can, that's yeah. just, that's just straight, that's just the world. You know, all they're doing is just remixing the world songs. You know what I mean? Or you can say, depending on if you're non-denomination, you're like, man, that worship. Oh, man, that was worship. That was deep worship. But that stuff is, I think it comes, pers- it's about your personal relationship with God, your personal walk. And if we focus on ourselves with the same amount of attention we put into judging everybody else, having opinions about everybody else's stuff, we would be a whole lot better. If you are saying, hey, I'm a Christian, and in every aspect of your life, people will say, I knew that this person was a Christian, then you've done what you were supposed to do. That's the, that's the standard you hold all of these musicians to. You hold all of these actors to. You hold all of these pastors to. Well, he's a pastor, so I, every time I see him, I should have never seen him at the liquor store. I should have never seen him um, swinging over to somebody's house. Oh, my gosh, I saw him have cigarette a pack of cigarettes in his hand, and he's ministering to the people. Now, he is a minister. He has people he's supposed to be shepherding. He shouldn't be leading them astray. And if they see him doing wrong and they think I can do wrong too, then that's between him and the Lord. God will work that out in him. I have to worry about me because God will work it out in me and say, Carmen, you shouldn't have been watching that. You shouldn't have been going to these places. You shouldn't have been hanging out with those people. Mm-hmm. And we hold people to these different standards when we don't hold ourselves to it. Mm-hmm. Your coworkers don't even know you go to church. They don't even know that you're a believer. What you doing this Sunday? Oh, nothing. I'm relaxing. <laughs> you know full well your behind is going to be at church for four hours. But you don't say that because you want to just ride under the radar. They they can see Christ in me and my work. I don't have to tell them that I that I go to church. None of your none of your coworkers. If you tell your coworkers, oh no, I'm a Christian. For real? If it's a shock when you reveal your 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 <laughs> Your status. If it's a surprise to people when yeah. you are, yeah, that is telling. That's a surprise. That means that something something is going on. So I think if we started realizing we're in some glass houses and we can't afford to be throwing rocks, we need to just be just being happy with the grace we've been afforded that we can have a wall around our glass house from the grace of God. That's what's going to carry us because. I think it's easy to have opinions on everybody's everything. And there's some yeah. stuff you can have an opinion on, but sometimes you don't have to share it. And sometimes you don't have to really have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. I literally today had to just turn off this video that I was watching. Um, this man was talking and it was just boring. It wasn't boring. <laughs> what he said was very, compelling but i was just like it is your what you're talking about is putting down somebody else he started bashing billy graham he started bashing all of these different people and i was like no no i can't 
And what he was saying did not uh, align with my spirit. And I'm yeah. like, but you're ta- saying this to everybody. He was like, praying for salvation is not biblical. What? What? That was one of the things that he said. And I was like, but he was off. just a regular person. He wasn't like somebody he, who's like a acclaimed. No, he was a he's like a YouTuber with like a serious account that has like but a that's lot what of his, he does though, right? He's not like a I'm a minister kind of thing. I don't know what he does. I I ain't never watched his video and I won't be watching it again. So I mean, <laughs> at this play. point, it, it's done with. But I'm just saying that so many people have so many. That's why you have to li- you have to watch the voices that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Is watch the voices that you're listening to. I'd have to agree. I think we, I think we've jumped around a lot in this episode. We started off on why we do the podcast. We jumped to, um, basically why is there a separation? Why do people have opinions on everything? Why all the things? Be careful with, be careful little ears what you hear. Be careful little eyes what you see. Like, come on, that's really the takeaway from that little segment. Mm-hmm. I know we wanted to dive into why did we pray, mm-hmm. which because we had two different options. Yeah. I don't know if y'all want to, because this is gonna be a two part episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know if we want to go ahead and end here, and then we'll just start part two with why do we pray, mm-hmm. or. Or what T Nugget you're producing, you're gonna have to tell me no shrugging. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly but up while, to you. But while at this we point. were deciding that, I had a thought about it when I was in the kitchen, right? About the denomination separation of church kind of thing. And I was I was thinking about, you know, fan fiction or whatever, and it was specifically Marvel. And then I had this thought, and I'm pretty sure it was the Lord talking to me. But I had this thought and it was the, it was, I was like, man, you know, Thanos, why did, why did they essentially lose in it? And it was like, because they were all separated. They were all separated. They were all in different places of the world, the universe, you know, all over the place. Mm -hmm. And they were not a unified front. So the enemy could quickly get in and destroy them and overtake them. But they eventually, in the end, won, mm. but not without sacrifice. But essentially what it was saying for to me about the church, and he's like, that's the same thing with the church. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> and it was like, because the what we're seeing so much now is just like division in the church, division, division. In the 50s, 60s, we were helping with the civil rights movement. Now everybody's torn. You're Republican, you know, kind <laughs> of energy. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, well, it's allowing the enemy to, he'll never win, of course. The devil won't ever win, but in the long run, but, but, the enemy was able to get in because there was there was not a firm barrier of people protecting the, the universe. Yes, the unity was not there, and because of it, the enemy was able to come in and destroy them. And so I'm like, is that essentially what? It's not a question, but this is open-ended. <laughs> but is that essentially what the church is going through right now? is that this division is a distraction to allow for the enemy to come in and destroy before Jesus comes back, destroy more and put people in more 
strongholds than they need to because there's going to have to be sacrifice. Jesus is the main sacrifice, but there's going to have to be sacrifice in order for the unity to, for the unity to come back. Dang. Right, we're gonna be like, we're like, and thank you for listening. <laughs> like, um, yes, <laughs> and amen. <laughs> Well, we're going to have to come back for part two of this <laughs> to get the answer to these questions <laughs> on prayer and um, the universe. And the nominations. And the nominations and, the, and, the the and what the division in the church and how the enemy has um, come in. And um, I really did like that uh, analogy with the Marvel Universe because I could see it and it put it into a lot of perspective. See, that's what I'm saying, Rachel. You should be teaching because you break it down. I could have done science. <laughs> Be a doctor right now if she had to be my teacher. <laughs> no, Let's could. be honest yeah. with ourselves. You think so? Yeah. Oh. All right. Anyway, <laughs> thank y'all guys for, for listening. We will see you in the next one. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.